The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Bowl & Branch. Getting a great night's sleep is easier and more affordable than you think. Go to bowlandbranch.com today for $50 off your first set of sheets. Promo code BIGIDEA. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, April 16th. In today's news, President Trump intervenes to try blocking the government from reviewing his attorney's files. The president is also fretting that sanctions on Russia will damage his relationship with Vladimir Putin. And Barbara Bush's health is failing. But first, the big idea. Jim Comey says President Trump may be susceptible to Russian blackmail. In his much-anticipated interview with George Stephanopoulos that aired Sunday night on ABC, Fired FBI Director Jim Comey said he believes Trump is morally unfit to be president and that it is possible the Russians have material that could be used to blackmail him. Comey took aim at Trump in no uncertain terms, asserting there is evidence that he has committed a crime. As he does in his book, which comes out on Tuesday, Comey details Trump's fixation on unproven allegations that he watched prostitutes urinate on one another in a Moscow hotel room in 2013. Let's listen to the back and forth about Comey briefing Trump on the so-called dossier in January 2017 at Trump Tower. This is after the election, but before he took office. Here's George Stephanopoulos. How weird was that briefing? Really weird. It was almost an out-of-body experience for me. I was floating above myself, looking down, saying, you're sitting here briefing the incoming president of the United States about prostitutes in Moscow. Comey said later on during a private dinner at the White House, Trump brought up this issue yet again. He asked Comey to investigate the dossier and prove that the incident with prostitutes never happened. And then he says uh, something that distracted me because he said, you know, if there's even a 1% chance my wife thinks that's true, that's terrible. And I I remember thinking, how could your wife think there's a 1% chance you were with prostitutes peeing on each other in Moscow? I'm a flawed human being, but there's literally zero chance that my wife would think that was true. So what kind of marriage to what kind of man does your wife think there's only a 99% chance you didn't do that? And I said to him, sir, when he started talking about it, I may order you to investigate that. I said, sir, that's up to you, but you'd want to be careful about that because it might create a narrative that we're investigating you personally. And second, it's very difficult to prove something didn't happen. Comey says it's possible Trump is guilty of the accusation, which the president continues to vigorously deny. Did you believe his denial? I honestly never thought these words would come out of my mouth, but I don't know whether the, the current president of the United States was with prostitutes peeing on each other in Moscow in 2013. It's possible, but I don't know. Parts of the interview are also likely to revive the fury of Clinton supporters who think he cost her the presidency by reopening the email investigation less than two weeks before the 2016 election. When Stephanopoulos asked if the decision to reopen the investigation was influenced by your assumption that Hillary Clinton was going to win, Comey replied, quote, it must have been. I don't remember consciously thinking about that, but it must have been. He said he was operating in a world where Hillary Clinton was going to beat Donald Trump. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Trump's attorneys are asking a federal judge to let the president review materials that FBI agents seized last week from his attorney Michael Cohen's office before criminal investigators do. 
The letter from one of Trump's personal lawyers accuses the Justice Department of denying him attorney-client privilege. Trump's request could complicate a hearing set for Monday afternoon when Cohen's lawyers are expected to tell the judge overseeing the case how many clients he has and how many seized documents he thinks might be covered by the privilege. Cohen has been under investigation for bank fraud, wire fraud, and campaign finance violations. Among the records seized from him were those regarding payments he made to porn star Stormy Daniels to keep them quiet about their alleged affairs with Trump. Now, the president's letter is a little disingenuous because there is something called a taint team at the Justice Department that is separate from the prosecutors and reviews the files before they're given to the prosecutors, the ones that were seized last week, to make sure that they are not protected by attorney-client privilege. Meanwhile, new filings show that Trump's 2020 re-election campaign has spent one in five dollars that it's raised so far this year on legal fees. Number two, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, said Sunday that the U.S. plans to impose additional sanctions on Russia as soon as this week. The sanctions are in response to Russia's support for Syria's chemical weapons program. Haley said on CBS's Face the Nation that the sanctions will target Russian companies that helped the Assad regime. But Trump is resisting his administration's tougher stance towards Russia, which he believes imperils his ability to forge closer ties with Russian President Vladimir Putin. He was furious, for example, when he learned recently that the U.S. had expelled 60 Russian diplomats in response to the poisoning of a former spy in Great Britain, because other countries didn't expel as many. Number three, some sad news. Former First Lady Barbara Bush is in failing health and has decided not to seek further medical care, according to a statement from her husband, George H.W. Bush's office. She's been hospitalized several times this past year for obstructive pulmonary disease, as well as congestive heart failure. The Bush family will now focus on comfort care instead of additional treatment. Support for the family has begun to flow in from both sides of the aisle. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, April 16th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.